0: show, you are listening right across Australia on 87.6, 87.8 or 88 on the Faith FM Network and you are joined by Januda and Lawson, welcome back, so good to have you here, are you better? Oh yeah, no,
1: it's just so good to be here, it's uh, good to be here, good to be... On the air, you know, participating in radio, and yeah, definitely feeling better as well. I I did come in briefly again last week, you know, spent some time in the studio, but yeah, I've just my 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 health has definitely been up and down and up and down and up and down. But it's good to now come to a time in which I'm like, yeah, no, I feel good. I feel good. Absolutely. Yeah, and I'm ready to go. We're in
0: excited, it. and yeah. we have got happy birthday <laughs> to you. <laughs> happy birthday. To you, <laughs> uh, thank you. Yesterday wasn't yeah, it? It, yeah. Was, it was yesterday.
1: Uh, I turned sixteen. I was going to say no, is it sweet sixteen, just, no, but it's getting, not. What is it's it? 25? Twenty five. 20, you so are
0: a quarter century. A quarter century that's right. Look so, I mean, out! It goes I'm downhill in from here. Mode.
1: <laughs> uh, I, yeah, I'm, I'm absolutely just you know terrified of what the future looks like. Nah, not really. I'm chilling. I'm living my best life, you know. And and yeah, I'm just really in a season. Of like I had my birthday yesterday I had a really good time So I had what did lunch you do?
0: What did you get? So Tell I, us oh, Okay the oh, day And by the way if, To our listeners Please text in <laughs> And wish Lawson A happy birthday We know you love him We know you've been listening For years texting me yeah. a happy birthday so
1: it started off with the, like the in the best way that a birthday could start off which is that I got to sleep in like oh, uh, I I I, I I woke up super late which was awesome and then I went into the city and had some lunch with a bunch of friends like one of my favourite meals ever and and then just came back and did some study and, and whatnot it wasn't like super huge I think you get to a point in birthdays where it's like you know nothing crazy
0: And coming up on our show today, we have our interview with Pastor Justin Lawman looking at politics and prophecy. He's always got fascinating stuff. Mm. In our new segment, we're looking at the benefit of old coal, coal mines. And in our Bible study, we are starting this week sharing God's mission. And today we're looking at the gift of hospitality. Right now we have David Slater, Unto Thee, O Lord.
3: none that way, Only be, be ashamed. ashamed, only be ashamed. that way, Only be ashamed, Oh my God, oh my God. I trust, God. Him, I trust in Thee, Let, Let me, not me not be ashamed, ashamed. of my enemies triumph. triumph. Oh. of my youth remember not, remember not the sins of my youth the sins of my youth oh my god oh my god I trust, I trust in thee let, let me not, not be ashamed, ashamed. let not my enemies triumph.
0: That was David Slater and Harding University in Concert Choir with Unto The Oh Lord. You're listening to The Breakfast mm. Show with Danuta and Lawson. Lawson's back after almost two weeks off. So this is exciting. <laughs> Absolutely. Keep texting in your happy birthdays. Deanne's already texted in. Oh, happy birthday, thanks, Lawson. How mm-hmm. exciting. So keep texting in for us, um, to Lawson and also let us know if you've got any birthday wishes you'd like us to give to anyone this month. Mm. Okay. Lawson. It is a new week for quiz questions. Yes. Take it away with our first quiz question, please.
1: Here we go. Our first question for the quiz. What book of the Bible does this verse come from? To make an an apt answer is joy to a man. And a word in season, how good it is. Let me read that one more time. What book of the Bible does this verse come from? To make an apt answer is a a joy to a man. And a word in season, how good it is. If you know which book of the Bible that is from, well, hey, 0491 064 669 is the number to text if you know that answer. And if you do, you'll go into the draw to win our amazing prize for this week, which is...
4: None other than. (laughs) (laughs) What is it? What is it? That was a a great entrance too, show with that (laughs) one. It's none other than a gratitude jar. On our show here, we always talk about gratitude. We do. so we have a, it's like a little canister that we're giving away, Mm -hmm. um, but it's like porcelain. And it's got gratitude on it. And inside of it, it's got like some uh, cards that, that have gratitude um, prompters mm-hmm. for you,
5: mm-hmm.
4: yeah. So it is a uh, something that you can put in on your desk or mm. uh, in your kitchen, or mm. you can use it for all kinds of different things like that. So, so it's al- actually the first time that we're doing something. Decorative for your home.
0: Yeah, I, and I like that because the thing is it's easy at times with things that come our way through the day to start feeling down or whatever, and we forget to be grateful, don't we? Mm. That's why we like to have, have positive news here at Faith FM and also to to talk about what we are grateful for. And that... that, that A gratitude jar is a bit like the promise jar that, when you pull something Mm. out, it really gives you, uh, yeah, a positive positive uh, outlook on things, but Mm -hmm. also gives perspective on things and what what things are happening to us, doesn't it? Mm. You like you like grateful jars, don't you?
4: Well, I like jars. I like You like being <laughs>
0: grateful. So yeah, 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 yeah absolutely. Be good. yeah. absolutely. Gratefulness for, you know, I, you know what I was grateful for on my weekend? What were you grateful for? Oh, there was a few things. Um, quality time with my husband. that's oh, that always cool. like top, top, top mm-hmm. on the list for me. Um, and also I cut for the first time my very first gladioli. Now gladioli are those like tall flowers, right? And I have gerberas too, but it was the first one that came out. It's like this deep, deep purple. My sister gave me the bulbs mm-hmm. early this year, and the first one came out. So I had to, of course, take photos and send it to my sisters, um, and of course got great response. But just beautiful, absolutely beautiful. So. I love flowers. I love flowers. My husband knows I love flowers, but I just, mm. you know, God for me is—I um, see God in 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 things in nature because He's created, it. as in not. I don't believe in you know that God's in the stuff. You know what I mean, mm-hmm. like how some people believe. Yeah, like, but a, like
1: a pantheist. Pantheist—that's yeah. yeah. the word
0: I was looking for. Yeah. Um, and um, but but the fact that He's created it and we see His goodness and His greatness, so mm. I'm great grateful for those sorts of things. Hey.
1: Yeah, and it's fantastic. To, to be reminded of what it is that the Lord has done for you and why you're grateful for Absolutely. it. Absolutely. And so, yeah, again, that question was just one more time. What book of the Bible does this verse come from? To make an apt answer is a joy to a man and a word in season, how good it is. 0491 064 669. That is the number two text. Danuta.
0: And you'll go in the drawer for the gratitude jar. Yes,
1: you will, Danuta. Oh,
0: that looks so good. She'll just pass it over. Look at that, the gratitude jar. Oh, and it is natural colours, so it will go into oh, any man. home. It in. looks beautiful, mm-hmm. doesn't it? It almost looks like a bit of a cookie jar, but it's not. <laughs> <Yeah>. well, <laughs> doesn't hey, it? But like a miniature
1: I, cookie jar. I think, I think that's it could the have thing multiple uses. <laughs> it has multiple purposes. <laughs> but I think the best purpose for it is to have things in there to be grateful for.
0: Absolutely. I reckon, though, you would take the grateful cards out, put them on the what? side, and you put your cookies in there, wouldn't what? you? <laughs> what, is this? what is this attack? What?
1: I mean, no, I mean no why? Attack. Like, no like,
0: attack. Hey, that,
1: I mean, that's fine. That's fine. Here's
0: some good news. Sunny says, happy birthday, Lawson. It's great Aww. to have you back on The Breakfast Show. Janelle says, happy birthday, Lawson. Glad you are feeling better, too. God bless. So mm. they're flying in. Keep those coming in. Hey, some good news. I know you've already been asking for it earlier. Yes. Some good news. Benefits have. Old coal mines. Here's the interesting mm-hmm. thing. In Britain, in the UK, um, they've become a source of, uh, basically coal mines have become a source of green energy. Uh, providing heating in Gateshead, which is one of the places in the UK, for the last six months. In fact, it is actually, uh, let me just find this, it is actually the largest project in Europe. So other places actually do um, have a similar sort of system, so Netherlands, Spain and Canada as well. But here's the thing, that it actually provides, of course, clean energy options. Mm-hmm. Uh that's and and uh and also provides more sustainable future. So in March twenty twenty three Gateshead Council Mine project was launched and it's now a large central heat pump that actually serves three catch this, so many places. Three hundred and fifty high apartment blocks and buildings, an art gallery, a college, an industrial park and several office buildings. I think that's a massive amount, really, when you think about it.
5: Mm. And
0: it gives low-carbon heating, which is fantastic. So in the UK, typically, and I remember when I lived in the UK... Virtually all the houses tended to have the the electric sorry the oil heating, which is basically you know pipes um, and this, this this flat the flat um, oil heater that's on the walls, and so typically you'd turn that on and it would actually go through throughout the house. So they typically in the UK the houses are actually heated with oil and gas. Mm-hmm. Now, coal mining tunnels had actually been abandoned and uh, and what has actually happened is that the flood water has actually filled it and it's naturally heated and therefore it's turned into what's called geothermal energy. Now, mm. geothermal energy actually has several advantages. It's always available. It also doesn't require large spaces. It's also um, uh, allows double recycling. There's a whole lot of different advantages. Um, And also it's, you know, silent energy. There's a whole lot of different things that we could go into about geothermal energy. And so what we're finding here is in the UK, this is actually natural happen and naturally happen. And so these, these old coal mines are now actually benefiting into the homes. And so here's the thing is depending on how how far underground it is, it can actually heat up to 45 degrees Celsius, which Mm. is really quite high when you think about it. And on top of that... On top of that, they have renewable energy pumped into the homes, can actually be warmed up even further uh, as as the as the water actually heats up inside the water supply. So, here's the advantages: it's not just for heating, but it actually can be also used to cool homes, which is really quite amazing when you think about it. And um, I just want to find here and just read here. Let me just find uh, what. Uh Gareth Fye, who's heading the whole system, this is what he says. These are his words. He says here, Recovering heat from mine water below the ground within abandoned coal mines provides an exciting opportunity to generate a low-carbon, secure supply of heat benefiting people living or working in buildings on the coal fields. So it's really exciting stuff when you think about it. And um, and the water resources amount to about 2 billion cubic metres, which is oh, wow. incredible, mm-hmm. absolutely incredible. You know where my mind went to? I mean, there's two places. One is, of course, to the Bible where Jesus says, you know, the water I give, this is in John 4, verse 14, the water I give will become a fountain of water, springing up into everlasting life. And we're told, you know, in the Bible that, you know, he who thirsts to come, come to him, to come to Jesus. In other words, he quenches our thirst in the way that, that basically it gives us life. It gives us the whole different life that we've been talking about here on the show so many times. But also my mind went to Petra when we went to Israel and, Mm. um, and Jordan. And Petra is an ancient city and actually had, um, an intricate, ingenious water system of dams and reservoirs and pipelines. And basically, um, uh, basically, the Nabataeans actually had a supply with that. And we actually saw this piping system as we were walking into where, you know, the amazing structures, the stone structures are. When you actually walk along through between the tall stone walls, what we find is these pipelines that are actually designed in such a way so that the water would run in the right direction. Really quite marvelously mm. done. It's quite incredible. So, yeah, just incredible stuff here, what's happening in the UK and it's just Mm. exciting news, isn't it? Right now we have Kerry Brock with In the Cross of Christ, I Glory.
4: In the cross of Christ, I glory towering o'er the wrecks of time all the light of sacred story Gathers round its head sublime. take me. Hopes deceive and fears annoy. Never shall the cross forsake me, though it glows with peace and joy. In the cross of Christ I glory. and love upon my way. From the cross, the radiant streaming adds new luster to the day. glory pain and blessing pain and pleasure by the cross are sanctified peace is there that knows no measure joys that through all time abide Of Christ I glory
0: That was Kerry Brock with In the Christ of uh, Cross of Christ I Glory. <laughs> You're listening to The Breakfast Show with Danuta and Lawson. It is exciting to have Lawson back today. Lawson, what is our next quiz question, please?
1: Our next quiz question is simply this. Who suggested that Joseph interpret the dreams of Pharaoh? Okay, this is multiple choice, so listen out for some answers here. Who suggested that Joseph interpret the dreams of Pharaoh? Was it A, Potiphar, B, the cupbearer c Judah or D the Baker, if you know the answer to that one, hey zero four nine one. 064669. That is the number to text. And if you text the number with the correct answer, hey, you'll go into the draw to win our amazing prize this week, which is a jar full of gratitude. That's well, essentially, I it's, like it's, it's, you it's said a gratitude that. jar. Really cool. it's, it's this beautiful, it like, is. porcelain jar and it's got these cards in it and whatnot. But essentially, I feel like it, it is an amazingly beautiful, Addition to any home, if you like any having home. good furniture, good ornaments, that kind of thing. But also it is, yeah, full of these cards about gratitude and whatnot. And the design of it too, you said it's natural colors. Isn't it- so it looks beautiful and it would fit into any landscape or, you know, well, landscape, any, 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 any interior design, you know, model Décor. of philosophy, d- decor. That's what I mean. that was, uh, I was trying to, I'm like, what's the inside version yeah. of landscape? And and the, the and word was landscape. just escaping me and and, 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 and and I was finishing my sentence and I couldn't find something else. So landscape it was, but hey, th- your decor, whatever it may be, it's, it's beautiful. It's right there. Hey, again, that question. The question was... Who suggested that Joseph interpret the dreams of Pharaoh? Uh, was it A, Potiphar, B, the cupbearer, C, Judah, or D, the baker? 0491 064 669. That is our number to text. And this morning, we also want to give a shout-out to a town, as we shout-out many towns here on The Breakfast Show every morning. We want to give a particular shout-out to Bullard Dealer. Yes. 87.6, they're listening on now. Bullet Dealer's just up the road from us here hour. Hour north
0: of Curry,
1: eh? that's right. Something like uh, maybe even less from Curry, but what I do know is, I we probably actually denuded travelled north a lot. So in like the near Coffs Harbour there, and the Stewart's Point area, there's the beautiful campground there, and every single year we go there for like conventions. And mm. I know I go up there all the time for summer camps. You probably go up there all the time, dude, for I'll ministers meetings. I'll be there next week for ministers
0: meetings. Ministers that's <laughs> right.
1: That's right. So <laughs> the, that that's a, it's a beautiful area that we get to go to all the time and of course if you drive travel from you know Newcastle to Queensland or whatever it may be you're always going up that freeway and you pass Bulladilla every single time and you stop in in one of the surveys there or get some Yeah yeah or and there's that be. little
0: river that goes in and it's got houseboats on yeah, there Have you ever right. been on the houseboats? I,
1: I well not on that river but yeah I've been on houseboat. so my parents uh, both of them uh, sailors, wow. and so they 've actually won a bunch of stuff. My oldest sister was into sailing too. she was like she was she was going to like Australian championship sailing races when she was 13, 14 or so Something like that And so yeah Then houseboats and whatnot We never owned a houseboat But I remember one time We hired a houseboat For like a Christmas holiday That would be beautiful There was was whole family on there So it was amazing So yeah Oh the water It's uh, Well I grew up on Lake Macquarie Like our house Right on the water there So we're about it And yeah Bulladilla They've got the the river running through there So shout out Bulladilla If anyone's from Bulladilla Well I've got friends over
0: there Yeah So shout out Hello to them um, Zero, yeah, uh,
1: Listening on 87.6, and again, our number is 0491
0: Hey, where are we going with the news today, Lawson?
1: Hey, given that it's the start of the week, I wanted to just pick up the stories that have been unfolding over the weekend and talk about, well, the stories that have been truly dominating mm-hmm. the, the headlines, which has been... Well, it's, it's, it's all been Israel and, and, and Hamas and whatnot. And it's funny because I have been out, I've been in and out of the studio for the last couple of weeks very infrequently being sick. And it's interesting because like I pay attention to the news when I'm not in the studio, but I think just given that I was sick less so, I was like, I was like, okay, you know, I can see on social media and whatnot. And then some of the news like, this, this Israel and Hamas thing is still going on, but it's interesting that we, yeah, we, we shed some insight on it all the way, you know, a couple, th- three weeks ago, and you- it is still continuing. The war there is still. Unfolding and the, the, well, it, as, as those who have been following the story know, it was early October when this conflict opened with a Hamas terrorist attack and it has just been reactions ever since from, from both sides and it is, it's been, uh, well it's it, the war is sad and war is terrible and it's terrible to see what Hamas is doing and it's terrible to also see uh, the some of the outcomes of, of the Israeli defense as well mm. and particularly that has been a story that has unfolded over the weekend which is that uh, there was in Israeli attack on Gaza City and specifically on a Greek Orthodox church in Gaza City and Mm. and I'm I'm just thinking you know reading the details of the story it's like oh you know you're sending sending missiles into this area because you're you know you're fighting these particular people and and the unfortunate result of that is that you know civilians and whatnot get caught up. In this conflict and in this particular area in Gaza, this Greek Orthodox church ended up being bombed and just like scores of people being injured Mm. and two people being killed. And it's just devastating to read because it's to to see this unfold again, like... It, it kind of, it almost makes me long for the days in which there is a war between two groups of people and they can just go out in the plain or the valley or the field and they everyone just has muskets or whatever it may be or you know if you take a step back further in history to where they just had swords and shields Mm. and spears and those who were of the army and those who and again in those in those days it would be the king who would be leading out it'd be the the leaders of the nation they could just go out and they could fight rather than having to like again what we're seeing is like oh how is this this war being fought and it's With the lives of civilians, uh, and and with the with the bombings of churches in in cities that of people who probably don't maybe who support what Hamas is doing, maybe who don't support what Hamas Mm. is doing, and vice versa as as well. And so it's sad that it's it's war is never clean, never, but it is especially dirty now.
0: Well, and the sad thing is too. and watching on the news over the weekend, just to see and hear, of course, that um, the electricity supply, the water supply to Mm. the hospital that is needing to care for those who have been injured, um, and particularly like um uh, one was in, in being interviewed uh that that uh you know women are still giving life goes on yeah so women are giving birth but they're giving birth in the streets in this in this tragic situation as well but young children particularly are being affected by it as well in 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 a, in a really big way and just the the whole impact that it is having across the board is absolutely absolutely tragic isn't it
1: yeah, absolutely, and but and, and even that, like, I really like what you've raised there because as much as I can say, oh, I wish they would just fight each other out in the field and you know yeah. and get it done with, <laughs> but simultaneously, like, again, if we go back to ancient times, like, you know, lives still
0: lives that were lost, like, absolutely,
1: mm. and my mind goes to the Book of Lamentations, and yeah. we see the the besieging of Jerusalem there and the outcome of that sieging. You know, you're reading how it's like, Oh and This woman just, you know, ate her child and and these and that, and and it's because they didn't have access to food and whatnot. They didn't have access to food. And... and it's like like this is all the way you know 2500 years ago but still simultaneously like this this kind of stuff well people aren't eating their children now which is which is good um, but as you said like you know the pressures of life are there to the point where ladies are giving birth out in the street and there there's just not that access uh, to to the things that people need there's not peace there's no peace and when there's there no, is peace, no peace it, it just means that life is incredibly difficult for these people and so again I think it is so so worthwhile sending up a prayer for these people, and well, praying first and foremost. Uh, but yeah, just finding ways in which these people can be helped, and I think specifically in the way of relief.
0: Absolutely, and the great thing is that on the weekend, you know, the borders were open, and the human—you know—there was trucks lined up, you know, with humanitarian needs, but never enough with what is actually required. That's but the right. good thing is that they are starting to get humanitarian supplies into there, yes, and truckloads by truckloads. You know, if you watch the news, they've actually got them lined up along the streets. But once again, never, never quite enough. So yeah, the first aids actually went into Gaza, mm. um, into there. So yeah.
1: Oh, amazing Hey, we're going to continue on with the show right now This is True North with He Lifts Me
3: Fear and grief cloud my view But help me see the signs of you Light the way through last dark time And help me heal this fire of mine The Lord, He lifts me with His strong heart Oh, yes, He does The Lord, He lifts me with His strong heart Oh, yes, He does My friends have turned away, bringing darkness to the day. You're the light within my eyes.
4: I'm glad I've
3: got you. Hard to live, help me, Lord, show me the way. In Your house I long to reside. I'm glad I've got You by my side. The Lord He lifts me with His strong arm. Yes, it does. The Lord, He lifts me with His strong arms. Oh, yes, it does. The Lord, He lifts me with His strong arms. Oh, yes, it does. The Lord, He lifts me with His strong arms. Oh, yes, it does. Me with his strong arms. Oh, yes, he does. The Lord, he lifts me with his strong arms. Oh, yes, he does. The Lord, he lifts me with his strong arms. Oh,
5: yes, he does. The Lord, he lifts me with his strong arms. Oh, yes, he does.
0: That was True North with He Lifts Me Up. You're listening to The Breakfast Show with Danuta and Lawson. That was a special request by Kay. She says, hi, guys, you played a True North song recently. I thought it was called Strong Arms, but I can't find the song anywhere. And so it was at Kay's request that we played it again because last week we played it on Thursday and on special request we played it on Friday. So this is three times running. Oh, very special, a favourite song. Right now, Lawson, what is our next quiz question, please, before our interview? Our
1: next quiz question, here we go. What group that was supposed to be able to see into the future couldn't save Babylon from destruction? Hey, if you know the answer to this one, 0491 064 669. And we'll give you a little hint as well. It's found in In. Isaiah 47. (laughs) So in Isaiah 47, it'll give you some insight into the answer to this question. But what group that was supposed to be able to see into the future Couldn't save Babylon from destruction. Mm, Good question. In Isaiah 47 is where you'll find the clue for that one. Again, 0491 064 669. That is the number to text if you know the answer. And if you text... The correct answer. You go into the draw to win the gratitude jar, which we want to give to you absolutely for free. Which, hey, a beautiful piece of decor and also incredibly encouraging as well. Something that you can turn to and reach into literally and find it's just yeah, whole some piles amazing, of gratitude <laughs> things to be grateful for. We'll probably explain that more throughout the week. Again, that question was what group that was supposed to be able to see into the future couldn't save Babylon from destruction. Again, that hint there is. It's in Isaiah 47, 0491 064 669 is the number two text. You're listening to The Breakfast Show this morning, and we have on the phone none other than Pastor Justin Lawman. Justin, are you there with us?
2: Hi, Lawson. How are you, mate?
1: Oh, yeah, I'm killing it, man. Are you? I'm I'm, so (laughs) well. He's like his
0: standard line every time.
1: I am just just living my best (laughs) life this morning. I'm in the Faith FM studio, and I'm excited to talk about politics and prophecy and all of those things
2: unfolding. Oh, good. Hi, Danita. How are you?
0: Hello. Good, Justin. Great to have you on this show again.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Lawson, I hear you're coming to Canberra, mate.
1: Yeah, of course. Yeah, 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 I
2: am. Brother, I'm... I've got this blank wall in my house. I need a photo with you and I together so I can <laughs> hang it up there in that blank <laughs> Oh, that's so cute.
1: Oh, oh that's look awesome. Out. Look yeah, out. Look out. I'm, I'm so
0: excited. <laughs> he's awful. Have you, lined up the photo- <laughs> <laughs> Have you lined up the photographer as well already or what? Uh, it's all done. We're,
2: we're just waiting now.
0: <laughs>
1: that's that's awesome. It, it's Keldon like if Huss- to-
2: Lawson's going to get sick or something and won't be able to come. That's right.
0: <laughs> that so- <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, he's that been there for be the last two weeks. so week, good. Though.
1: Oh, that would be so. Fine. No, i man, I'm here for it. this is it. the excited. point,
0: Lawson, at this point, this is what you meant to say. You meant to say, I want a copy too so I can have it on my wall as oh, well. Oh, yeah,
1: sure, sure, uh, yeah. sure, yeah. He didn't say that to yeah, me, yeah. did <laughs> see that? No, well, look, like, uh, uh, it's okay, Justin. Like, I'll, I'll let you, you know... Be a fan of me as, okay. as, a, as a faith FM speaker. I'll let That's you. That's right.
2: Everyone's got groupies. That's now. right. Everyone's That's right. right. You
1: know, I, this isn't this isn't my first time dealing with something like this. And so, you know, I don't try to feed the fish too much. Uh, just just give yeah. no, just give me a little bit.
2: Hey, hey, let's uh, let's talk about politics. Anyway, and this morning it's good to laugh because there's not much to laugh about in world politics. No. <laughs> boy, wow. oh boy, oh boy. Mm-hmm.
0: Where are we going? Take it away. All
2: eyes are on the Middle East at the moment. Uh, Joe Biden announced he wants uh, to start really a second front. Uh, Ukraine's not enough. Uh, So they've got troops now on the ground Mm. uh, in the Middle East. They're not really specifying what they're doing and uh, plans for more. There's Mm. a big problem, but, guys, it's just just a slight problem. Mm-hmm. The Congress that funds such a project doesn't have a speaker and Mm. is not even functioning. Mm. So, no one, the continuing resolution this way to just keep the debt rolling down the road further, it'll run out very shortly. And we still don't have a speaker. And the fight over the replacement of the Republican Speaker. This is in the Congress, so there's two levels in the United States government that we hear Mm -hmm. about all the time. The Senate, like the old Roman Senate, we have it the same in Australia, the the Senate. We have the Parliament. Uh, Their Parliament is called Congress. Mm -hmm. There's a war going on within the Republican Party at the moment Mm -hmm. that is... It's not on the news. It's because everything's Israel, Israel, and mm. Gaza, and the horrific things happening there. That I just, I just feel so sorry for these people uh, that are caught up in this uh, great struggle. But <laughs> what's happening in the U.S. Uh, in Bible prophecy, I think, is more important, and that's a big statement. Mm. Mm. Because I, I hear everyone's on this train. This is end times because Israel's going to fight the Battle of Armageddon and all that. And I'm saying, nah, no. Nah. Um, U.S. is the big dog at the end time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Revelation 13, the second beast. That's right. In Revelation 13:11 onwards, the lamb-like, the Christian nation's lamb-like, but it speaks like a dragon. Mm-hmm. And what's happening right now, and we've spoken about it before, but I'm just going to go over it just that little bit again.
5: Mm-hmm.
2: The The wealthy elite class, we could call them all sorts of different descriptions. I'm just calling them the elites.
5: Mm-hmm.
2: who are f- the, the problem with U.S. politics and why they are in such a mess is money, money, money. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm you need so much money to get elected that they have to sell their souls to corporations, special interest groups that will give them millions of dollars for their re-election but then demand that they do their bidding. Mm. Mm. And at the moment, and, and I've got to say, you know, God bless America, but Australia doesn't suffer from this in the same way because we have a lot more rules surrounding transparency with donations, the amount that can be donated. We're certainly not immune from this, and uh, this still goes on, but this is out of control and has been for decades in the United States. Mm. That's why a figure like Trump...
0: I was just thinking he, about Trump when you were talking about this too. Yes.
2: He doesn't need money from special interests. Mm. He's most of his funding is coming from the grassroots. Mm. The these special interests are con- controlling the senators, but the the voters in the Republican party are awake to this now. Mm-hmm. And they are they're, they're saying if you don't support, that they've had Jim Jordan to put up as a speaker, which is a Donald Trump mega guy, mm-hmm. then they would get the Congress aligned then with, with Trump and that, that populist movement that's really grassroots. Mm-hmm. The corporations hate it. The special interest groups hate it. But the, the average American is overwhelmingly supporting him now.
5: Mm-hmm.
2: Wow. So the, the fight that's going on that we're not hearing about on the news. You've got to dig a little deeper to even find
5: mm.
2: what's going on. Mm-hmm. Mm. The fight that's going on now is between really big money corporations, mm-hmm. Google and, you know, the big guys, mm. Apple, yeah. Google, you know, all those different ones, and then special interest groups that they might want, cheap labor. So, they you know, it suits them to have the southern border open and, and not, not, uh, not close the border, they are at war now with the average voter who's against all these things. Mm. Mm. My prediction, here we go. Don't you love a good prediction okay. on a Monday morning?
1: <laughs> yeah, absolutely.
2: For Revelation 13 to be fulfilled, the popular side, the nationalist popular side is going to win this great struggle.
5: Mm-hmm.
2: And this is right now what's happened when they have a public vote so all the all the voters across America see who votes for what. Jordan was only 20 votes short of winning the the speaker of the house.
5: Mm-hmm.
2: So these this other guys they wrangle it to get it secret <laughs> Well, then he's like, he only got 112 votes and there was 89 against him. So when they, when the voters don't know how they're voting, they're voting against the populace, against Trump, against all those things. And so this is the fault line within the Republican Party. And until this is resolved, there is no funding for any wars. Mm. Wow. Wow. The US will run out of money. The continuing resolution was only forty five days and those they're nearly spent, I think, the seventeenth of is it the seventeenth of next month it's mm. it's finished. Mm-hmm. This has to be fixed, but both sides have dug in.
5: Mm-hmm.
2: So there's there's only there's one real quick solution is that a bunch of these anti-Trump Republicans come over and join the Democrats and put in a Democrat Speaker of the House while the Republicans have the majority. Mm. And that would be political suicide Mm. for any Republican to do that. Mm -hmm. But there's so much money involved. The depth of corruption is so deep that, like companies that make weapons and are you know they're, they're the big military uh, industrial complex as they call it these guys have paid off these they, they want war mm. they want this conflict to keep going because they make billions and billions of dollars from the from the taxpayers in the United States just to keep these weapons flowing into the Middle East to flowing into Ukraine but the average American wants the potholes fixed on their street. They want the garbage mm, taken out there. Mm-hmm. They've got crime out of control. Mm-hmm. They mm. don't care about overseas. So there's a real fault line that's become actually visible.
5: Mm.
2: And it, this is not normally visible.
5: Mm-hmm.
2: And the popular side of politics want this mm. because now they say, okay, guys, this next Election next November, none of these guys that supported were against Trump will get pre-selection. and they're purifying the party of these guys that are just they're just funded by big money and do the bidding of these big corporations. So that's what's rolling out now, and this is like a time where they're making the Republican Congress, they're making it in the image of Trump, so to speak. They're getting it aligned with the populist nationalist movement.
1: Mm. Well, it's, it's so interesting to see because usually, like, uh, popularist nationalism is kind of bundled with big corporations and big business and selling out to big business. And that's the accusation that's made is that, oh, yeah, like it seems as though the right wing of politics is all of those things at the same time. But now we're seeing a, a clear divide between those mm. two aspects, between being pro-corporations and being, you know, a shill or a sellout or whatever it may be, and then being populists because what you're saying here is that the ideals of the corporations are not for the people mm. and so to be popularist, nationalist you, you it's very clear to see that you you can't you can't do both which is no, kind of, in, which seems like it's been the bread and butter of you know the, the republican party uh for, and and in general you know a, a lot of conservative seeming politics around the world
2: it's so funny to see a corporation like disney
1: mm-hmm.
2: disney's a classic example Mm-hmm. They are a monster behemoth corporation. Mm-hmm. They are collapsing in front of our eyes mm-hmm. because they're so determined to promote this ideology, which is primarily LGBTQ stuff. Mm-hmm. They're so bought into that. where the average parent in America that's going to be a subscriber to Disney. Mm-hmm. They are... No, no I don't want my kids watching this yeah mm-hmm. but they won't they won't and they can see the the stock is collapsing the company is in it, like these movies that are supposed to be big hits are flops mm-hmm. yet you, you know what they don't stop mm-hmm. they keep pushing on normally normally a corporation like just say Disney they're going to make movies that are going to make money, mm. and that's all they care about. But they've, they've lost their mind. Mm. Mm. They're, they're so dug into this ideology. Ideology is what's driving all of this.
0: Yeah. Hey, Justin, we've just had a text come in relation to what you're sharing. Um, if I can read it out, it says, um, hmm, What is the pastor saying? U.S. is the main focus and not Israel. Hmm, not really agreeing with this view and the war is about big corporations. Uh, what is, are what is your thoughts on this? I mean, you're, I mean the, like you're saying, the focus on everything is going on media towards Israel and you're saying that this is happening behind the scenes but it is a big issue. And so what, what would be your response to this text, to this person?
2: Yeah, yeah. and as I, as I specified last week, um, I do, yeah, the war is being driven by corporations I want to make money. But as I specified last week, in Bible prophecy, Israel is no longer mm. God's covenant people. Yeah, mm.
0: that's right. Mm. That it's not featured in prophecy. Ended. Mm.
2: It, 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 it ended in 34 AD when the, it goes to the Gentiles.
0: That's mm. right.
2: And so what's happening in the Middle East is horrendous but they're not the the mark of the beast mm. is the big final test there's an image to the beast that is formed mm-hmm. and then there's a mark of the beast that's formed mm. that is the absolute end of everything in bible prophecy and
0: revelation 13 particularly <laughs> yep. covers all of that doesn't it so for this and person
2: israel is nowhere to be found
0: that's it mm. it is
2: not it is not israel guys and i know every channel on youtube is saying this is yeah, fulfilling end time prophecy. My yeah. mates are trying to tell me that, and so I'm, looking. And this is my opinion, but I'm I'm backing it up with verses. Yes. Mm. Um, the, the last thing is going to involve America.
0: That's right. Mm-hmm.
2: Keep your eyes on the US, but more importantly, keep them on Jesus. Mm. That's yeah. he He's going to get us through. So, yeah, I'm not of the school and and all power to those guys that are but i'm not seeing it in scripture where israel plays this big pivotal role at the end time mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so many of my brothers and sisters in different uh, faiths at christian christian denominations hold that view and i know i'm i'm swimming against the tide mm-hmm. but but oh, revelation 13
3: yep.
2: is mm-hmm. the mark of the beast and the image to the beast that's formed before that, the, the government becoming one with with the church, mm-hmm. that's the image, and then the mark that's enforced by them uh, over worship, that's the final thing to happen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I I hate that Israel was this massacre that happened, and now the people in Gaza are just getting annihilated. Mm-hmm. I, I, don't, I honestly think... Wow! If I was the Israelis, I'd be so angry. But wow, what good's going to come out of this? I, it's dreadful. Mm. Iran with the Hezbollah in the north—they're really starting to push in, and and they mm. just bombed. They bombed a mosque on the West Bank, mm. not in mm-hmm. Gaza. That's right. That's right. This could very easily go so pear-shaped. Mm. But I still, the Bible is very clear. The last issue. It's the image to the beast and then following that, the mark of the beast, as mm. in Revelation 13, mm. um, the second part from verse 11 onwards. So, yeah, that's my answer to the listener. And yeah. I'd and love we... to sit down and be able to study it out with people. <laughs>
0: Absolutely. And we're here at Faith FM, of course. Um, yeah, I agree with, with, with you. We believe the same that Revelation 13 is so crucial and actually does point us to that, and Israel isn't featured at the end of prophecy. And so, um, yeah, but that whole question could be unpacked so much more and so much longer, mm. couldn't it really, Justin? But we're running short of time, and we've really appreciated it. Is any, you've got just under a minute left. Is there anything um, crucial that you'd want to just leave us with before we go?
2: I just think uh, to, to the folks, the listeners uh, Keep your ear to the ground on what's happening mm. over there in this battle. I don't know what's going to happen with this current speaker race, mm. but I do know that uh, this is this is very very significant for how what happens for the future of America is in absolute mess on every level. Mm. Have you seen Joe Biden in these interviews? Mm. Like, so bad. Yeah. Bad. Yeah. It's mm. so bad. Mm. Yeah, it's like elder elder abuse. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <rough. laughs> it's unbelievable.
0: Yeah. Well, thank you <laughs> so much. God. Thank okay. you so much, Justin. Really appreciate what you shared, and it makes us want to dig deeper into God's word too. Knowing that, uh, yeah, Revelation thirteen has those answers so much to it. So, um, much appreciated once again, um, Justin. Right now we have Lindsay Morton with "I Need the Every Hour."
6: Every hour, most gracious Lord No tender voice like Thine Can peace afford I need Thee, oh I need Thee Every hour I need Thee Bless me now, my Savior, I call home to Thee. I need Thee every hour, stay Thou nearby. Temptations lose their power when Thou art nigh. I need Thee, oh, I need Thee. Every hour I need Thee.
5: Bless me now, my
6: Savior, I come.